0: hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a cloudy day here in the capital as once again we put the topic of leadership under the spotlight. My name is Scott Challoner, and I'm delighted to be joined on the programme today by Peter Mills. Peter is the Managing Director and Co-Founder of Pantera Carpentry, a leading carpentry and joinery contractor in London and the South East. Peter, very warm welcome to you and thank you ever so much for taking the time to join us on today's programme.
1: Good morning, thank you.
0: Good morning, Peter. Pleasure having you with us. Now, um, the purpose of this discussion is first and foremost to establish your take on leadership. So, if we start by just taking that word leader aside and considering that in more depth for a moment, I'm interested to understand what that word actually means to you. What should a leader be in your view?
1: Okay, leadership. Uh, It means a lot of things, Um, uh, it's vision. And uh, the, 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 the vision to, to, to take people, um, a team, um, forward, uh, inspire them, uh, develop them and, um, work with these guys. It's, uh, guys and girls, whoever you're, you're around. That, that, that includes motivating and, um, being honest with people where, where they, they can improve and, yeah coaching you know just being having empathy and and understanding um not everybody's the same, and I, I often look around and find a common mistake for leaders is that they don't think about the people that they're dealing with and that there's often a different leadership style that needs to be applied depending on the people you're you're talking to so yeah for me it's um pretty much. Team building, motivating, and often the leader is the one that's that's that's, that's the driven. Mm. Should be driven. Should be driving people and uh, and getting the, the very best from 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 those around it.
0: I think what you mentioned there about sort of adjusting and tailoring that sort of leadership style to match different people is incredibly important because people do react to different things in different ways, don't they? And that's especially obvious in times such as this, where we're going through um, a crisis, a pandemic in the shape of COVID-19, no less. And people sometimes... um, have the attitude of just sort of carrying on as is and being able to sort of work as usual under new conditions without sort of any real problems but for others it's like there might be that little bit more sort of hesitancy that little bit more apprehension so as a leader it's about sort of being ready for that and showing that sort of understanding as well isn't it
1: most definitely and we experienced that completely you mentioned uh, just recently covid uh some of the team very strong. And other members of the team scared and worried, and there was there you couldn't lead everybody in the same way you know if somebody's actually uh, fearful of a situation then you need to apply a different approach to somebody who's maybe they might they might be fearful but they're not showing it so um that that requires a totally different kind of um coaching and Mm. and just making sure that everyone's on the right direction because if you're a good leader you can get the whole team there you can get the whole team there and i've had some experiences um in life where the, the group of people um were all incredibly different yet they all completed the goal and that's through good leadership
0: And also, it's natural um, during this time for employees in a business to kind of look up the hierarchical ladder um, for that reassurance and direction when they need it during a crisis Um, but obviously when you're at the top of the tree running the business as it were I mean it can obviously and there's nobody above you in a sense it can feel a little bit of a lonely place can't it when you're having to keep the reassurance flowing the communication channels open and sometimes the information out there isn't always the clearest and there's nobody really around to kind of look up to as it were so at times like that where do you tend to sort of look to Peter when you need just that little bit of inspiration? and direction for yourself? Is it within or is there a network of people out there?
1: Network of people out there. Um, Within the business, it's the management team who um, I I, I see as equals and they all have different strengths that um, I call upon to deal with the, the, the different scenarios mm-hmm. and then the network away is the clients and the people that I work for who are often um, run by incredible leaders that I look up to and I will often ask them so how are you going to deal with this so even though it can feel like a lonely place there are people that you can go to as long as you've built those relationships um, and uh, even, even um, not quite competitors, but certainly um, people who have similar businesses to uh, Pantera Group, and they would, um, you know, be in similar situations. I, I, I communicate with those those people as well.
0: And would you say that the experience of managing your way through the pandemic thus far has taught you anything uh, positive about yourself and about those around you?
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. I feel that we are forever stronger. <laughs> that that might sound a bit extreme, but I really feel that we're forever stronger. I, I've watched and listened to so much about this, and so many people um, in the early stages were interviewing and talking to people who had, had, had gone through um, World War Two. And I was thinking at the time, this is ridiculous. This isn't World War Two. But then I saw, uh, um, I think it was on lot a, a, of the BBC programmes, uh, some people being interviewed. That um, It was actually old ladies in a, in one of the care homes. And they said, this is worse. Back then, we were out and we were fighting. What we're doing now is, is we're locked up and we're hiding. And it was really interesting to listen to their take on it. Mm. Um, so I don't think anybody should... Um, I I I just don't think that we we probably even realize yet how much this would have impacted our lives but most definitely um I feel that our, myself and the business has, has um, become much stronger
0: and thinking about how this has impacted our lives. People are saying that the new normal is going to bring about a lot of changes, um, particularly with regard to our working practices, what we sort of view as important. Do you think that there will be some features of this sort of lockdown period that could end up being part of the permanent way that we do business in this country in future?
1: Most definitely. The new normal um, is, is a word that I, I heard a few years ago when somebody described um you know when something happens in your life and you have big change, um you then have to accept it as the new normal. And that word is used a lot now. And I think we are going to find the the things that we have to do during lockdown. Some of those will remain. Um and it'll mostly be the the, the positive things. Um the the, the communication communication um, has changed again um, with uh, video conferencing um, and the ability to remotely work. Um, I, I definitely think you're going to see that being used. It needs to be used in balance. But um, I also think a, a, a bit of resilience and a bit of looking at what we can do at home. When all of the countries throughout Europe are having their own challenges with the, the number of cases and their own government dealing with it in a different way. I felt a great sense of support um, for our leader and um, <laughs> even some friends who, who wouldn't necessarily vote for Boris, um, stating, you know, for God's sake, get better, you're doing an awesome job. So uh, I, I feel it's kind of lifted our country a little bit to remember that, you know, we're, we are actually all humans and we live next door to one another and we we are stronger together when we support one another. So I'm hoping that that, that vibe carries on and I know it might not have seemed like it was some of the things that went on recently with, mm. with some of the protests, but... um I think some of you know there's there's lots of reasons for things like that which it starts getting even more complicated than talking about leadership
0: today. Exactly right, and hopefully we can sort of capture that sense of national unity and really take that through into the future as well, as you say, peter um speaking of That'll the future um just before we do uh, wrap things up on today's program um I'd like to understand uh before we finish um what you see as being on the horizon for yourself and for Pantera and what you really hope to achieve over the course of the next twelve months as we grapple with the new normal and really embrace the challenges that it's going to bring,
1: yeah. It- so obviously we've said how how tough it's been, and the the market um, in construction has has changed um, because of it. I don't think that we're going to really feel the immediate impact in the next twelve months. Um, I remember the recession from the banking crisis, and whilst banks were you know uh, making mass redundancies and shutting up shop, construction was rolling on as as normal but um, 12 months later we felt the impact of it because nothing new was happening so we could be quite busy um, for the rest of this year but it's next year and beyond that concerns me because construction is a slow process Um, so I'm kind of okay with the next 12 months but but that said we are planning um, diversity for example, um, we know that there is the requirement for more businesses dealing with the changing of fire doors um, and, and, and reviewing fire doors in buildings since the, um, the Grenfell disaster and the changes in legislation. And, um, yeah, we've, we've, we're kind of looking at that as maybe something that will keep us a bit busier through next year. So it's kind of into next year we're um we're looking and we're trying to look at new opportunities um that we can find to uh to make sure that we stay busy if um that the housing market and um things like that slow down although the government are promising um schools hospitals and uh, and those sorts of projects to be starting which you know we're going to be um keen to try to secure mm.
0: Let's certainly hope there's going to be some positive news to uh, share on that front, uh, Peter, over the course of the next year. And um, as we sort of move into that new normal and sort of see how things are shaping up, I think it would be fantastic to catch up and have you back on the programme just to see how things are getting on and how some of those hopes are being borne out in future.
1: Oh, please. Yes, please. I've I've really enjoyed today. Talking about leadership, I could go on for hours, but... Um, <laughs> this has been mm. so great thank you see
0: you yeah we could go on for hours Peter I think you're absolutely right um, it's been a real pleasure for us as well having you join us on the programme and um, until we t- do touch base again in future most importantly do take care and do stay safe with all still going on because we're still not quite sure how the pandemic is ultimately going to pan out no. so let's just keep we our fingers do crossed
1: thank you
0: yeah let's keep our fingers crossed and just hope that it's going to be an upward trajectory from here for sure Peter you're absolutely right Um, I was speaking today to Peter Mills managing director and co-founder of Pantera Carpentry and coming up next on the program today I'll be handing over to Jonathan White for his exclusive interview with England's 1966 FIFA World Cup hero Sir Jeff Hurst during his professional career Sir Jeff scored over 200 league goals for the likes of West Ham United and Stoke City but most notably he remains the only man to this day to have scored a hat-trick in the final of a FIFA World Cup competition. That came after his treble in England's 4-2 win over West Germany at the old Wembley Stadium, 54 long years ago now. I hope that you all enjoy listening, just as much as Jonathan relished the opportunity to speak with Sir Jeff. And all of that is, of course, coming up next.
2: Uh, We're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Jeff Hurst, Uh, thank you very much for coming on today. uh,
3: You're welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon.
2: Was this a man that genuinely inspired confidence uh, the first time you'd meet him?
3: Absolutely. I mean, he he was simply a, a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, at, at the football. And uh, the quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, Harry Redknapp, who um, was played under mm-hmm. him and has been very successful as a player and a manager over many, many, many years. He um he's come across many coaches, of course, and managers during his time over fifteen years, I guess That's griping or moaning about the system, and if you've got people like that in the organisation, one thing I have learned and I've taken it on my life and my family—you've got somebody in a group that doesn't want to be part of it—you you get them out. And alpha I think, was was quite ruthless about him and his staff. And I think that's one thing—I one of the most serious things I think I've learnt over a long period of time.
2: And is there? Do you think? uh
3: Looking at There's that, so many. yeah, so many, and that's why we we're successful because we had so many um, showing all those qualities that you just mentioned uh, throughout the team. I think that that was outstanding, and uh, uh, and it's an opportunity to talk about uh, all of them in, in that breath. And there was nobody. And I going back to an earlier earlier question for me, that, um all hard nosed professionals, good good teammates, mm. good socially.
2: Excellent. Uh, Another time, uh, it would be great to talk again.
3: Thank, Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you.
0: This has been the Leaders' Council podcast. Thank you for celebrating excellence in leadership with us. I've been your host, Scott Chaloner. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to our podcast.